0: Harriet Washington, you mentioned that you talked to the Lacks family in 1994, but it wasn't until about 2010 that, like you said, H- Henrietta Lacks became a a common name in the American uh, culture because of Rebecca Skloot's book. That's right. Did you think about writing about this writing this story earlier?
1: I did want to. In fact, um, I wanted to write about this story. Uh, I had some interesting exchanges. I wrote a, I wrote a brief um, article about it for a now defunct news magazine, Emerge Magazine. I wanted to write more about it, and I was approached by um, the Baltimore Sun. They asked me to do a Sunday magazine piece on it. I wrote the piece, and I was focused on the things I thought were most important to me and to readers. I focused on the ethics. Of appropriating these tissues, I focused on the um, failure to acknowledge the important role of this African American woman in American medicine. I wrote about the ethics of, um, you know, of distribution, um, things like that—really weighty issues. And I, my, the response from the Baltimore Sun was, "Oh, this is too heavy. Can't you humanize her a bit more?" I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" Well, you're making it, it seem so sad. And I'm thinking, well, it is sad, isn't it? I said, well, can't you write about her, her dancing, for example, or um, wearing makeup or something to humanize her? I said, well, I don't really want to do that because I'm, it's an important ethical issue. And I simply don't want to dilute that. And um, frank, And then they also... Asked me some pointed questions. Uh, at least to me, they were very pointed, um, and showed a cultural divide. Uh, for example, there's a mall in, in Baltimore that has had, gone through several name changes. The African Americans referred to it as Monument Mall, and I guess the official name is, was Mondeman or something like that. So I referred to it as by the African American name, and they were adamant that I should change it to the. I said yes, but I talked to Lax family and. They didn't even know that that was the official name of the mall. It seems like most people know about it as Monument Mall, you know. Then I began to realize, oh, most African Americans thought of it by that name. Anyway, I realized that there was a cultural friction here, a cultural um, disconnect, and it wasn't going to be bridged. I mean, I wasn't going to write about her dancing and, um, you know, wearing makeup because I thought that that would actually dilute the import of what happened. And I wasn't going to, you know... Impose, uh, I would have have to use both names of the mall, but I wasn't going to impose the wrong name of the mall. It just seemed like there was a cultural problem here. And so I said, forget it. Don't run it. I don't want you to run the piece. They ran a piece um, afterwards. And in that piece, um, it began by talking about Henrietta Lex nails being painted red, and it focused on her dancing. So that was the piece they wanted to write. I was encountering this as I wanted to write the story, Um, the focus that the editors I spoke with were looking for seemed to me to be the wrong focus. It seemed to be a focus that would um, seem to undercut the severity of what had happened and the import that had happened. They also seemed... um, Intent on having family members saying certain things that they were not saying. So I I realized it wasn't going to happen, at least not in that climate, not with those editors. And um, So the interesting thing is that, although the important thing about Rebecca Skloot's book is, as I said before, now people, everyone knows who she is. And that's wonderful. I'm very grateful for that. But I would have written a very different book. For one thing, one of the things I know as a medical ethicist from my training is that the claims made in the book and elsewhere about um, the lack of ethical um, regulations and ethical strictures during this time when the cells were taken Henrietta Lacks, you know, um, the claim that, well, there were no medical ethics back then scientists and doctors who could do basically what as they wanted. That's not true. I wrote a review of the organ thieves this summer that made the same error. And I pointed out in detail, there had been a number of court cases and a number of of laws passed that established um, the right to informed consent as a right in not only US law, but in hospital practice. And so when people keep claiming that these laws didn't exist, Whether they mean to or not, this tends to operate against acknowledging the abuse of African-Americans because the reality was that these strictures were sometimes observed when it came to whites but not observed when it came to black people. So being able to say that they just didn't exist is a way of exonerating researchers who chose not to um, observe them when it came to African-Americans. So I would have written a very different book and who knows, may yet.
0: Author Harriet Washington is currently a lecturer in bioethics at Columbia University.
2: Context of white supremacy. Gus T. Renegade in for another broadcast, hopefully to share constructive information on the system of white supremacy. Today's day, Friday, November 10, 2021. So I have been told. Uh, Quick update. We were supposed to be here yesterday with Gail Lukasik, uh, author of a different book. We just rescheduled. So she'll be here uh, next Tuesday, November 16. I posted on social media and everything yesterday to make sure folks weren't confused and thinking that we just, you know, stood everybody up and were out frolicking uh, for a Tuesday. Not at all. Next Tuesday, she'll be here. Anywho, uh, our broadcast for today, so much of this is about reading, really reading and writing. We talked about both before, doing both, especially reading and writing accurately about racism, white supremacy. Even just as we were about to go live, I saw a news report on Jeffrey Toobin. All the way back to the beginning of the year. OJ Simpson. They were talking about because he got his job back after all that. Got his job back. Legal analyst on CNN talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. There were a number of folks saying, are you serious? Jeffrey Toobin. We remember what you did. Wasn't that long ago. You got him on as the legal expert. Come on. Book club. Who did we hear at the beginning of today's broadcast the great Harriet A. Washington. Uh, Again, I say it with surprise, I guess because I'd never sat down and intentionally thought to select who is my favorite author, but I mean, it's no contest. It is Harriet A. Washington. She has two books in my top uh, top 10 all time. We read two in our book club and that audio that we just heard, that was Harriet A. Washington from just a few months ago, spring of 2021, uh, where she actually had a lot to say about harriet a washington and i was so fascinated way back then when i heard that on c-span then by the time we got to our guest for today's program in his book like wow cannot wait to go in depth uh, about his book see if he even remembers when harriet a washington came to speak with the lax family uh for folks who it should be a smaller number of cows listeners uh, who are not informed about Henrietta Lacks. We're all still learning. We read about her in the book club 2014, and then she's been mentioned frequently, not as often as Nurse Rivers, but still pretty frequently in discussions about COVID-19 and why black people specific specifically might have some hesitancy uh, about being vaccinated. Joining us live for our broadcast today, uh, the author of the book, Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story. Uh, His book goes into a lot of detail. Uh, Just one about some of the exactly what Harriet A. Washington said. She said, man, I'm trying to write my book, a black female educated about the medical practice. I would love to write about this and stress what things I think are important and how this fits into a larger pattern of abusing black people. They didn't want that. That was just, why don't you talk about her fingernails? Why don't you talk about how well she danced? Then she said it seemed like they wanted to emphasize the family saying things that they actually didn't say. Think that was a major theme in the book Henrietta Lacks The Untold Story, uh, which incidentally just happens to be written by. Henrietta Lacks, oldest grandson. Again, I can't stress enough. Reading, super important. Writing, super important. We'll ask him. I think he said in the book he was kind of reluctant to sit down and write this book. So, so important. We can't leave it up to other people to tell our story. Uh, Joining us live this Wednesday evening, Mr. Ron Lacks. Mr. Lacks, can you hear us, sir? Yes, I can. Thank
3: you for having me.
2: Thank you for sharing a little bit of your uh, Wednesday evening with us. Um, so excited to get into uh, your book uh, and to let folks know there were problems at Amazon. We'll discuss that hopefully before we go off. But there were problems at Amazon, so you can get a if you want a hard copy of the book, paperback edition. You can go to bookbaby.com, dot com. dot com. And just put in the title, Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story. Or you can search by the name Ron Lacks, L-A-C-K-S. Nab your copy, Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story. If we have any folks who are interested in the medical field, should be mandatory to have in your library. Uh, Again, there seem to be problems at Amazon. Hmm. Visit bookbaby.com check out Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story. Uh, Mr. Lacks, anything that you would like to share, kind of a, a brief introduction just about who you are, the work you do before we get started and, and get into your book?
3: Yes, as you said, I'm the oldest grandson of Henrietta Lacks. Uh, the last straw with me seeing Oprah on the morning news calling my aunt, Deborah crazy uh, that was the last scrawl for me. you know they had been talking about my family in a in too much of a negative way, and I had to set the narrative straight. I had to tell my family story, so that's that's the, the road that got me here where I am today to tell my family story and because no one could <laughs> humanize my grandmother. No one. They didn't know her. The uh, only family member that was able to give me some details about my grandmother was my dad. And he knew that he had to share that story with me so I could tell the world what his mother was like and what she went through.
2: Context of white supremacy again. Joining us live, Mr. Ron uh, and I was even looking at the placard uh, before we get started, just talking about humanizing that happens. So uh, it's so often in the system of white supremacy we reference Dr. Curry's book, the man not, the woman not, just not thought of as people, human beings. Henrietta Lacks, who passed away in 1950, 31 years old. Like that is really young. Uh, to pass away as a young mom uh, at that time, and just to have everything else that's happened to her since—like, wow—that uh, can be kind of all lost and, and pushed aside. Uh, for folks uh, who maybe are just learning about this whole story, uh, you are a black male. Is that correct, Mister Lax? That's correct. Right uh, on. On this program, the cows—I uh, use the term racism and the term white supremacy as synonyms uh, I use the same definition for both terms the definition I use is as follows a global system of people who classify themselves as white and are dedicated to abusing and or subjugating everyone in the known universe whom they classify as not white do you think such a system exists do you think that definition is accurate
3: yes it's out there
2: right on most of the time folks either have some pushback or caveats right on um Let's see, I guess before I get into some of the specific details uh, with your book, the Unto- or Henrietta Lacks, the untold story, uh, I started with the audio of Harriet A. Washington. And she said that way before the Oprah Winfrey movie decades, even uh, before that movie and some of the other books that she came and, and spoke with some of the family members. She was really interested and thought this was important to tell what happened to your grandmother, Henrietta Lacks. Do you do you recall or did your father give you details about uh, Harriet A. Washington coming to speak with you all?
3: No, I don't think he met her either. Uh, It was a divide back then. And uh, that's due to some family members signing their rights away and some didn't. Me and my father, we did not sign. So we was able to speak freely about uh, my my grandmother and his mother. So because we was outspoken in how we felt about Rebecca Scoot's book, uh, uh, we wasn't invited to some of the uh, things that other family members was invited to.
2: I see. I see. And, That's how that hmm. And we'll get into the details in terms of the, the rift that was caused with the family with all this, the movie, and, and all of that. Um, I guess before, just to kind of lay things out, you talk about in the book... Um, how you kind of first learned about the significance of your grandmother. Uh, can you kind of talk about that and even, you know, some of the, the jet magazine and Ebony magazine and some of the articles and things and how that impacted you as a child?
3: Yes, that, that, that goes back to 1973 when we first found out. And my mother uncovered that story when she was down there with our neighbor, of hers having lunch and, uh, when she was introduced as Barbette Lacks, and the professor told her, we working with someone named Henrietta Lax or Cells. And my mother told her, that's uh, my mother-in-law. So then he got to explaining what was going on with Cells. So at that time, the cat was out of the bag. My mother then wanted to find out what was going on. So that's when uh, Jet, Rolling Stones, and Ebony Magazine came and interviewed my family. I was a teenager at the time, about 16. and. There was a lot of stories about Henrietta back in the day, like uh, the way of the flesh. It was a whole bunch of documentaries that was about Henrietta and herself. So, I mean, it it, it really disturbed me how how they treated like we didn't know until Rebecca glue came along. No, my family been uh, uncovered what was going on in the
2: seventies. I thought that was an important point uh, in the book as well that, you know, there had been articles and that you all had been actively working to try to get information, speaking Mm -hmm. to lawyers that various family members like this was something that was important to your family for, like I said, decades before there was a book and a movie and all that. Just can you talk about some of your family's efforts to try to, to find out, get John Hopkins to even be honest, like what happened?
3: I was a teenager back then so you know you didn't get in the grown folks conversations right but mom and dad tried to uh, get as much information as they can they 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 did not you know John Hopkins wouldn't wouldn't let them get the information that they needed to find out what was going on saying that uh when Rebecca Skloot came into the picture they gave her everything that she needed all she had to do was ask and she got access to everything so that was that was upsetting to my family that they would let that happen. Which is you know, was it right even back then. Mm. Seemed like a HIPAA violation to me.
2: At at minimum, uh in mm. my view, just more evidence of white supremacy racism and that that's why I thought what Harry D. Washington had to say was so important because She's mm-hmm. a black female and an expert in the medical field, even though she's not a medical doctor mm-hmm. she wanted to come and do research. She's an award winning author. Why couldn't she get access to information? She got stonewalled and mm-hmm. having people tell her, oh, no, we don't want you to focus on this. This is so serious. This is right. so sad, you know. Why don't Why don't you talk about her fingernails and what color that she liked, as opposed to, hey, there are major violations here uh, that should be talked about. That even why people keep referencing this case today in terms of people having some hesitation about the vaccine. Like, let's be truthful. Why conceal mm-hmm. and then look when a white person comes along? Upsh, uh, here's the key. The vault is open, twenty four seven. Take whatever. Why would that? Hit? If anything. Mm-hmm why wouldn't at least for the family members hey pff, we will do right by you all whatever information let's at least share with you nah 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 nah
3: nah right now you know they changed her name to Helen Lawson and Hella Lane to try to make her sound more white mm. because they wanted white people to take the polio vaccine mm-hmm. so you know like when I was seeing Elvis getting stuck with that polio vaccine so yeah he got mini red right up in him <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and that's important, there's so many layers of deception, because then if you're yeah. calling them Helen Lane cells, well then anybody from Henrietta Lacks that comes along hey, what are you talking about man, these are Helen Lane cells, you're you you you're confused you don't even have the names and things correct get on out of here, which is basically the way that you talk about in the book, the way the family was, was frequently treated And and even with that, I want to read a little bit from the book and get your response the describing both Your grandmother, Henrietta Lacks, uh, and just the Lacks family in total uh, as, hey, these are just some ignorant black people. They're illiterate. That seemed like such an important point. This is on page 36. I'll just read a little bit and then get you to to add comment. Uh, You write that these are some of the other books white people have written and talked about that. Their works have stated that my grandmother couldn't read or write and had to sign her name with an X. I feel like this is a racist, stereotypical lie. We had to pull up the proof that Henrietta could not only write, but that she even wrote in cursive. The writer was trying to portray my family in a certain way, but they had to change their description from illiterate to limited reading abilities once they knew that I had shown some news reports the documents of my grandmother signing her own name. While my grandmother did not finish school, she wasn't illiterate. She would even help my father with his schoolwork when he was growing up. Why would, and you even include uh, Henrietta Lacks, your grandmother, her signature at the end of the book. Why is this so important to you to kind of dismell this lie that, hey, these folks are just the illiterate black people?
3: Just to prove to people, you don't have to take my word for it. Everything I basically say in my book is, is, is the proof is out there. So they can see that, hey, Ron Lacks is telling the truth about this. You know, we, it's there for everybody to see. And that sounds you just read it. That that really sounds I'm really proud of this book. I really am.
2: Why do you think in a story that's supposed to be talking about the medical abuse of your grandmother and your whole family, really? Why would that be so important to insist or try to convey this point that, hey, this happened to illiterate, ignorant black people? Why do you think that's so important?
3: To 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 show the world that, you know. My grandmother was neither illiterate nor could uh, uh, could she write. She was an intelligent woman that uh, loved her family and wanted the best for her family. That's why she moved to uh, Baltimore so her sons could get better education. So it was it was imperative that I show the world who this amazing woman was.
2: Reading and writing very important um, there's so many layers of deception in this mm-hmm. throughout this lying, not you know getting consent, lying to family members, concealing information from family members, just going on and on, concealing how much money has been made from the movie or the pharmaceutical companies, and you know on and on. Um, one aspect that I find especially important. So this is some years after your mother, grandmother, excuse me, uh, has passed away. And so they've been using these, uh, stolen tissue samples, uh, and making all of these discoveries, polio vaccine, as you stated, and all these other scientific research. So then they say, Hmm, we've been a little sloppy in the lab. Let's see if we can come and get some of the lax family DNA. Can you describe when the nurses came to visit your household?
3: Yep they came to my parents' home. They had uh, Henrietta's children there. My dad, David, Abdul, Deborah, and David. They explained, "Uh, we wanna check and see if y'all had the same cancer cells that Henrietta had. So they took a sample of their blood. They wanted to get the grandchildren, but my mother wasn't having it. Barbette Lacks, she wasn't playing that. You ain't experimenting with my children. Cause you know, back in the day, uh, black folks was told not to walk past John Hopkins at night. They will snatch you up. That's a known rumor that's here in Baltimore. Uh, just like the Tuskegee experiment. I mean, they experimented with black people, period, point blank. So when my grandfather, Henrietta's husband, uh, took her to John Hopkins, and he seen all these white doctors in her room, they knew something was wrong. No, black people didn't get that much attention back then, period. So they was. Kind of on guard then, so my dad watched this, and uh, it it really took its toll on him seeing his mother uh, deteriorate. He he was telling me how she would come from John Hopkins, and this is this is after they inserted a radiation bar in her vagina, and he would say that he could smell the odor of of death radiating from his mother and he she was one of those he used to say she was a like a summer's bleed breeze you know when he smelled his mother's scent and that just that just stuck with him all these years to remember that that smell coming from her as she laid in the bed while because he had to take care of her while his father went to work at Spurs Point and he watched this and uh, that disturbed him right to this day. It took me some time to get him to even talk about
2: it. I can imagine. I mean, and, and again, like I was saying just, so this is a black mother mm-hmm. passing away at 31 that's once then she's you know children that are grieving and spouse and all the rest of it 1951 this is like Emmett Till is still alive at this time like in terms of you know trying to grasp what type of uh, environment the violence and hostility like exactly (laughs) Rosa Parks didn't even do the bus sit down, you know, at exactly. this point, like this is way early, way super violent. And even to the point about school, like anybody talking about school in the state of Virginia, again, reading more important than watching television. They have a book. We had the author on the board not have the author, but we talked about it, uh, but they have a book and it's titled, they closed their schools where in Virginia, not too long after 1951. They closed schools in Prince Edward County for five years, public schools, as opposed to allowing black children to come and get an education. Five years that even many white students missed out public education and had the audacity to talk about black people not being educated and literate when they have and particularly in the DMV area, uh, uh, D.C., Maryland Virginia particularly in that area with their history to even raise a syllable about all these black people are not intelligent well it seems a lot of white people that's been their goal for a very long time to produce black people who are not well in fact I just said that's a big part of this case John Hopkins not freely giving out information about Henrietta Lack's to the black family members. We're not talking about strangers. This is not me showing up at the hospital. This is immediate family members. You got our DNA match and we can't get answers. Mm-hmm. Wow.
3: That's where they got the uh, DNA sequencing from.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And oh. that's, that's with the nurses coming and lying to get DNA from your family coming to your parents and uh, Miss Henrietta lacks her children. And then so they can come back and map the DNA. Is that correct?
3: Exactly. And they we still don't know. We They still haven't got back to uh, my family about that. They haven't said a mumbling word. To this day.
2: I am not surprised. Uh, total disregard. And so this is later. See, when they come with that excuse, well, you know, at the time we were kind of lax about enforcement like that is not true Harriet A. Washington said that she said if she had written a book it would have sounded very different in terms of what she focused on what she thought was important that all of the, these are enormous violations the exact what I just said people talk about right now when they why do I have hesitation about getting a vaccine why do I have hesitation about sharing my medical records and doing some of these ancestry sites where you don't know who, what third party or parties could end up with your genetic material. Exactly. Exactly. One of the cases that they cite all over the world. In fact, we had a guest on from South Africa and she mentioned the exact same thing and uh, talking about some of the abuses that happened on the continent. Oh, uh, yeah. The continent, South Africa uh, and abusing black people there. Uh, I wanted to ask specifically because I feel like there's so many examples historically of a single white person or groups of white people. They come and they're able to cause lots of conflict and arguing amongst black people. And that seems to be another really important point uh, in the book, just talking about how particularly so many white people, uh... coming to question the family and oh we're going to do this project and maybe y'all will get a few nickels and that type of thing has just caused so much conflict uh... within the family uh... let's see this is a few pages forward so this is page sixty one uh... in the book i'll read give folks a little bit more context on this one uh... you write this is chapter five uh... there have been so many people to come in and out of our lives claiming that they were willing to help the lax family they would come in claiming to care about my grandmother and her legacy then they would promise to help us get the answers that the family deserved truthfully I've lost count of how many crooked people have tried to make money off my grandmother's pain but in my opinion nobody was able to get over on us the way Rebecca Skloot did. Other people have come and gone. They either weren't able to get the payday they wanted or we figured out what they were really about before they had a chance to do any harm. But Rebecca Skloot was able to come in and execute her plan perfectly. Think about it. She was far from the first person to write about Henrietta Lacks but she was the only one to make millions of dollars off the story I need for people to really understand this because it is at the core of my problem with her and that damn book she came in hijacked our story and totally destroyed The whole lax family in the process. The press, HBO, Oprah, they all portray her as some kind of generous and compassionate angel with no other motive but to tell my grandmother's story and expose discrimination in the medical community. But angels don't work for a paycheck and they especially don't screw other people over just to line their own pockets. I'll pause there. This is in chapter five of Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story. Uh, can you describe, because you talk about in the book, your family being very tight-knit. You all would get together and have parties and cousins, siblings, nieces, nephews, everyone after this, and particularly with this book in particular, that a huge wedge. Can you describe kind of what some of the ramifications, conflict that was caused?
3: Yeah, yes, only because uh, of how Rebecca Skloot started out with this family. Um, it started with my dad and my uncle, David Lacks. Uh They came to my house and they had a meeting. And Sonny was saying, look, Lawrence, all these years that we've been trying to get you know, some kind of equity for Henrietta's. I said, my uncle said, This is this is our last chance. I don't think we ever have another. And my father said told him, David said, you can uh do what you want to do, but I'ma hold out. I'ma keep I'ma keep praying that uh someday we will get justice for Henrietta and our family. So my uncle he went on and uh, went with HBO and signed a contract along with a couple of his kids. So doing that, because of my dad's side of the family and we didn't uh, agree with the book, we asked them to, uh, to change and Rebecca to change some of the things that she had in that book about our family. She, she said to my dad, this is my book. I'll tell it like I want to tell it. So uh my father uh, backed off and he told my uncle uh i didn't appreciate how she just took henry's name and put on that uh foundation because i asked her not to do that too but she went on and did it anyway so um by them paying some family members and excluding lawrence's family out of the like say like the white house visit my father and uh, his family was not invited to see Obama when they gave that award for Henrietta Lacks up at the White House. Uh, and that was because of Rebecca's clue. Now, we, me, regardless what kind of awards they was giving out, who it didn't matter who signed their rights and who didn't. Henrietta's family should have been invited. All Everybody. To to join in that uh, celebration. But it wasn't like that. It was conquer and divide. And I seen it, I watched it.
2: Wow. I would think at minimum, any of Henrietta Lacks uh, children at minimum, they should be front row. If it's going to be, you know, some sort of ceremony recognition, appreciation, gratitude, Uh, for Henrietta Lacks and I can't say donation but the abuse that she suffered (laughs) let's get the children front row center regardless of their thoughts on anything but I mean tackiness through and through speaking of tackiness do you know because we had a listener let me see if I can pull up what she wrote in when she saw that we were going to do this program I posted and she said that um, just talking about the finances in terms of how much the movie has grossed and how much the book sales and all that She said the more popular book written by the white author. Was mandatory trading when I went to community college and you wrote about that in the book, you said that, hey, it's on reading lists in high schools, colleges, medical institutions, like thousands of people that's probably being conservative are required to read the book written by this white person. About your family, do you have any idea about how much money that book has made since its publication in two thousand ten? Not
3: at all, not at all I know it's I know it's a lot mm I know it's a lot, and that's what I'm saying by them having it mandatory. I mean how they got my family betrayed there. so that's why I'm going to demand that they t- rebuttal with my book. You know they have to. Uh, get to know what a family went through behind this medical uh, uh, part-time whatever whatever it is yeah basically
2: absolutely absolutely and the same thing with the film Um, and even the great I mean the money is is important because I mean with the pharmaceutical companies I'm certain we're talking billions of dollars Mm -hmm at this point over the decades and all the research and everything vaccines well,
3: the one the one that we are uh, uh, in litigation with now they they made 30 billion last year
2: that's thermo fisher scientific i believe you yeah. yeah
3: yep they made 30 billion last year wow that's
2: just one year just, just one, one year th- <laughs> like Uh, And I mean, that's what I'm saying. The money is important with I mean, people have made what you talk about in the book consistently generational wealth uh, Mm -hmm. from the pain and suffering of your family uh, to then say, well, hey, man, these folks, these are just some angry, uh, grumpy black people who want to try (laughs) to get over and and get paid like 30 billion dollars in one year. I don't even think I've heard anyone in the Lacks family say that they wanted thirty billion dollars. Is that is has that it, been an asking price?
3: So, I mean, so, I mean, who who's getting paid here? Uh, it's only <laughs> one sided here. I mean, some of our family don't even have adequate medical care. I, I know my grandmother looking down and saying, "What are y'all doing with my family? Come on, people, get it right."
2: Mm context of white supremacy uh, again our guest the oldest grandson of Henrietta Lacks uh, Mr. Ron Lacks uh, if we have folks who have questions uh, they would like to ask the number to dial 720 716 7300 the code five six four nine four three pound press star six one if you would like to participate check in with folks uh, get their questions in as I weave in some more questions about the book again encourage folks if you uh, need a copy we read uh, the more popular book in the book club and had lots of criticisms and just talking about the anti-blackness uh, but definitely get the rebuttal Henrietta Lacks The Untold Story go to book. Maybe dot com uh, posted it online, social media, all the sites. I'll post it again to make sure you nab a copy. Uh, what it, what would your response be, uh, Mr. Lax, to folks who say, hey, you know, you didn't you didn't agree with the book. No problem. I guess some of your family members who did agree with the book, they got some form of uh, compensation uh, and then she set up this foundation where folks can get scholarships and some help with medical care. Like that's some form of of giving back, isn't it right? Not
3: really. Um, she uh, she gives it to who she decides to give it to. Uh, some family members can't even get it. So I'm I'm not going to look at that as a form of payment. That That's not how uh, that that's not how it should work. I mean, just like the Wall Street Journal, Uh, it had in there, the Lex family finally see payday. At the bottom of the page, and it says the funds will go to Rebecca Skloot's foundation. Last time I checked my family tree, she wasn't on it.
2: (laughs) Didn't need DNA testing for that one. Rebecca Skloot is not in the family. Um, No. well, I mean, I don't. I can't even understand. Like, why is she like guardian over the family? Why not just, hey, here's the family. Bang, folks are right there. I'm sure they can figure it out. We do not need this white woman to yeah preside. Yep. Uh, I guess, well, I guess if you all are illiterate and ignorant, well, then maybe you do need a smart white person to you know manage your affairs. Yep. Um, despicable through and through, uh, and. Reading and writing. Very important. I I guess before I was going to move forward to a different section, but I do think it's important. You talked about there had been so many other people uh, before this white woman who tried to come in and, you know, maybe take advantage of the family and do a book or some sort of project and get over. Uh, You wrote in the book that this white woman getting, how would I say, a stamp of approval from John Hopkins to say, hey. You all should work with this white woman that you think that that was a big factor in why she was so effective Is that accurate
3: uh yes, that's accurate i I believe that that was all planned. John Hopkins did not want to deal with the lax family at all we uh, uh they wanted they welcomed us and when she came in They said oh you going you'll work with the lax family, then we'll give you everything you need and they did just that. She was like the uh the overseer of the Lax family. That they gave that title to her and she's she's wearing it like like they wanted to. Now John Hopkins has been been deceiving my family for so long. And 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 it's it's time to to for me to bring a stop to that. And that's why I had to write this book.
2: so important that validation where john hopkins can come hey you should talk to this white woman she she will get the answers that you've been looking for again we're the family you could have just given it to us directly got to have some white person in charge and again harriet washington said hey i had been trying to do this myself i was getting stonewalled they didn't want me a black person to be asking serious questions not trying to focus on fluff. Trying to focus on how this black female was, but this black mother was violated, continues to be violated, and people have made billions uh, off of this over decades. Like they didn't want her come in asking these questions and giving you know total access. Uh, in the midst did of, they didn't
3: see me coming.
2: Say they it one more not, time. I'm sorry.
3: They did not see me coming. Mm. They didn't see me coming at all. My wife, my backer, she said, "Uh, Ronnie, you can do this. We can do this. And that's what we set out to do. So, I mean, we kept it quiet as a cat, right?
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Until the book was done and we didn't want to get no blockage because we've been throwing some hurdles at us that we had to jump over before. But this book came in as quiet as a mouse, I tell you. And when it hit, it shocked a lot of people
2: intelligent and in, now that right there wow that is a plus counter racism if you're going to be in an attempted marriage you two you sit down and work to get a book together that is amazing <laughs> like bravo to your wife like you got her oh that's right you got her picture in the book I already saw her like uh bravo to her for giving you sometimes you need that that little extra push you can do it we can she said we can do it we can do it I'll be right there helping along like you got to do this you got to do this sometimes you just need a little extra Nudge uh for the things oh. that we are a little hesitant to do, but things that are important yep. and like I said, it
3: was a little it was a little mom and pop store, but we we doing it right, and uh that's why I just thank for some of the people like yourself coming in and 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 knowing the importance of of getting this word out there, you know and it's been building
2: as it should her name is your your grandmother's name is mentioned especially during this pandemic i make sure i go ahead and ask that because i had that written down i've heard her name as i said before not as much as nurse rivers with tuskegee and all that i've heard her unfortunately much more frequently but i've heard henrietta Lacks' name mentioned a lot uh since the whole COVID 19 situation began uh how do you i guess what what are your thoughts uh, when because I've heard white people and uh, a lot of non-white people, a lot of black people, too, obviously. How do you feel when people invoke her name talking about being hesitant about the covid-19 vaccine?
3: Well, let, let me just say this first. I know I would succeeded if when Henrietta's name is mentioned. They mentioned her grandson, Ron Lax instead of Rebecca's clue. I know I made it.
2: Right on. Hopefully we can contribute to that as well. Uh switch like I said people can get this book as opposed to the other one. Um yeah, just I'll make sure I get that one in. Did do you have any thoughts just people uh when they mention your grandmother Henrietta Lacks when they talk about being unsure about the vaccine or or not? wanting to get the vaccine just because they have some suspicion uh, of the medical industry? How, have you heard people mentioning uh, your grandmother's name when they've talked about having that hesita- hesitancy? Uh, yeah,
3: they the ex, you know, was uh, Henry the cells involved uh, with the vaccine? And I told him, yes, of course. I said, ain't too much her cells is not involved in. And uh, I trust the medical, medical field. I really do. Um, we came a long way now we used to be experimented on instead of on the receiving end of getting top notch medical care. So that's what I'm that's what I'm talking about right now is getting top notch medical care. You know, my mother had a stroke and I'm looking to better her situation. So uh I am looking to the medical field to help me with that. My dad, he has uh he has Alzheimer's. So you know I'm I'm missing him a lot because his memory is slowly fading away. So I I just say I have I've been vaccinated I got my shots both of them, and uh I just have questions I don't just sit down and and do things nearly willy I want to uh, uh investigate what's going on and uh you know to know the history of the drug and whatnot. And use my
2: own judgment. Mm. Intelligent. Much obliged. That is, again, Mr. Ron Lax, our guest for the evening. Um, You also, I was reflecting when I read your book and you started talking about the movie. At the time we read uh, the other book uh, in our book club. The movie hadn't been released, but they had started talking like, "Oh wow, Oprah bought the rights to the book, and this is going to be a major production." And I remember it's in the archives, folks. Can go back and listen. I remember many of us said, "Oh wow," like the content in this book and the negative portrayal of the black people in it. Like, wow, I am really scared about this film and. I hadn't even seen the movie. Like, they would, because this was 2014, so the movie didn't come out until about three years later. So I didn't even watch it. I read so your So you not
3: seen it yet? Oh, man. <laughs>
2: I went it? back and started watching it to prepare, right? I'm going to, you know, do my diligence, be researched and ready for you. Oh, uh-huh. my gosh. Like,. I told our listeners I have a very hard time watching movies that have like a lot of black characters because most of the time because of white supremacy racism that we are portrayed uh, in a very poor light. Uh, It's consistent savages, criminals, unintelligent, illiterate, like all the stereotypes that you already talked about the way they talked about your grandmother, your whole family really. And I mean, let me see the shot where at the beginning i think oprah winfrey and she's playing your aunt dale she Uh is i think they're at a restaurant or something like one of the first times that they have a meeting and she's going to sit down and talk about your grandmother and Uh she gets sidetracked like oh my gosh they have a salad bar and this is supposed to be happening i think in like the (laughs) 1990s or so like i do not care what black person you're talking about like i don't i mean they could have one nickel in their pocket i'm pretty sure they've seen a salad bar before like i mean i know you can have some really nice croutons and you can have some really fresh asparagus but i mean really like oh my i'm got i'm in riot mode i gotta knock somebody over like i'm at the travis scott concert to get to these croutons like wow did you see um come on uh it, it was matter of fact i said did you see The Color Purple <laughs> from way back with Danny Glover? Did you see that, Mr. Lax?
3: Yes, I did. Yes,
2: man. I for so many times in watching this, which I had to pause. I could only watch like installments. I'd watch 10 minutes and then I have to stop, take a break, stretch, get the icky taste out of my mouth. And I would go back and watch another 10 minutes. I was waiting for Mr. to leap out of the closet and beat somebody over the head and bludgeon like a black female in the black. It was so terrible on so like uh, Zakaria, the way that he uh-huh. was depicted, like oh my god, what what were your thoughts when you uh, when you wh- have you seen the movie? Have you even seen it?
3: Yes, I've seen. I okay. watched it. Well, yep. yep. for for I just watched it just recently, uh, mm-hmm. probably around the same time you did, because I was you had this interview, so I want to be informed mm-hmm. when uh, you asked me about the difference. So I, I wanted to know. So yeah, it was. My aunt wasn't was not like that. I mean, I wish that Oprah had a did her due diligence in interviewing friends and family of the family and got a real feel for who who we were, who my aunt was, you know, because this was an important story for her to tell, and I'm not ashamed to say she she got it wrong. she could have did much better than what she did. This is a woman that sells, have changed medical history, full stop. I mean, it's it embedded mankind for so many reasons. And she's a black woman. So with that being said, that she could have did a better job than what she did. And... Speaking with a lot of people, they said Ron, they are gonna make a movie out of your book. Watch, <laughs> I say, I hope so. I really hope so. But yeah. I hear I'm blacklisted in uh, Hollywood. Uh, a friend of my brother's, uh, he she moved to Hollywood. She's a producer up there. She called me. and said, Ron, I love it. your bro- your brother told me about your book. I would love to do a movie or documentary on it. She said. Uh, uh, let me let me check with a couple of people, and I'll get back with you. I said, well, yeah. I said, you know I got a couple of people blocking me, right? She said, you talking about Oprah? Oh, she shouldn't care about your book. you just talking about your family. Uh, about a week later, she called me back. She said, Ron, I love my job. I'm going to have to pass. I said, you chicken. You chicken. Hey.
2: Uh, I think the figures that we were talking about before you said, Hey, pharmaceutical companies made, or just one pharmaceutical company made $30 billion. We don't know how much money they made from, uh, the white woman's book. And we don't know how much money the HBO movie made. So lots of people have a pretty substantial financial interest in making sure Ron lacks does not become a household name. And every coffee table has a copy of Henrietta lacks. The untold exactly. story. Exactly. Replaced. I mean, you know, a
3: lot of people a lot of people think that uh uh Rebecca Scrooge shared royalties in that book, that we got a percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the way my aunt helped her, you would think that she would, you know, do that. We didn't get a half a cent of, of her book. Not not a half a cent for their, my aunt's efforts to help her out. Yeah. I mean that's selfish there.
2: Selfish and the branding, you said one of the the moments that motivated you to write this project and then to get that encouragement from your wife uh, was seeing the way that they talked about your aunt Dale on television uh, when I guess the movie was set to come out and they they described her as crazy. Is that accurate? They
3: said, yeah, they said it on national TV. He said Dale was a little crazy. (laughs) He said, yeah, she was a little crazy. And that just did not sit well. I mean, if anybody knew my aunt, they would have got upset at that TV when they heard that. Nobody, and this is the truth. My aunt, you couldn't find one person that would have called my aunt crazy, not one. That's what type of person she was. She just got caught up in trying to find more about her mother because John Hopkins was dangling that carrot Over my aunt's head. Yes they was.
2: Mm. It's so easy. And so common. uh, To refer to a black person. Dismissively as crazy. uh, Mm -hmm. Where they're not to be. Taken seriously. So we got the crazy. Ungrateful. Ignorant. Illiterate. Criminal. Like the whole gambit. In terms of. Uh, the portrayal. I felt like this comes through both in the book uh, and in the uh, movie. uh, Hey
3: Gus, look, you you know that that iconic picture of my grandmother Mm. I walked past that picture, I'm going to say a million times Mm. throughout my life and not once did I ever thought, there's a poor black farmer. Mm. (laughs) I mean, she just like she was up there with Greta Garbo and (laughs) <laughs> Man, she was, she was a movie. She like a movie star to me. hmm hmm And then, and a lot of people back in them days, because I kept reading in all the magazines. First thing they would say, they would call her a poor black farmer. Right. And they said, I. They just said, I. The, all the pictures they got of Henrietta, they said, I I just can't see why they keep calling her a poor black farmer. You That's know. So they, they, yeah. I mean, when my grandmother looked outside of her house in Clover, she looked east, west, south, and north. All she seen was lax land. Mm. Now, how rich is that?
2: <laughs> be truthful. Be truthful. Yeah. And I'm even yep. just. I just want to say, just with that photograph, like it's not like she's wearing overalls and. A straw hat. I mean then like, "Oh, not that it's anything wrong with farmers, but I mean that's just not okay. what's in the photograph. And I even forgot, even with that photograph, uh was there permission to get that that photograph and did it get uh returned in a timely manner to the family?
3: Nope, that never got returned. Matter of fact, the pictures that my aunt uh gave to Rebecca Screw never got returned and my father uh He'd been trying ever since to get his pictures back mm. never did Lying and you know, and- back we ju i just found out back in twenty ten mm-hmm. my dad had that estate opened up. my dad was sharp he he was a businessman. he he bought uh he bought us boats he bought us we had markets we had insurance companies i mean he tried to keep his family moving forward. You know, he tried to, the, he wanted us to succeed in life. So back then, 2010, he knew that he had to open up a state for Henry because so People was going to start coming. And he did. So when he presented that estate to people, they ignored him. They ignored my dad sitting there in John Hopkins in a meeting with uh, NIH and guess, you know, you can guess, you can guess who was on the, on the phone in the middle of the table.
2: Not the white woman. You guessed
3: it. Give him a prize, Johnny. Yeah. (laughs) So my father, and and he's down there with his attorney. He down there with his attorney. And uh, uh, my father said, no to the, to the DNA sequencing that he, they wanted to put out there. He told them no. They stopped talking to my dad. and mm-hmm. started talking to Rebecca Screw. And when we left that meeting, they did what they wanted to do. So, I mean, here's, here's what I'm trying to say. They've been getting away with stuff so for so long, it became normal to them. So until I got the right people on my side, and that's Ben Crump and Christopher Segan, that we wasn't taken serious. Now they know I'm serious.
2: Mm-hmm. Context Gun. of white supremacy. So important, be serious. Yeah. We get portrayed as crazy and angry, not just folks who are serious about justice replacing white supremacy with justice immediately yep. uh, see I see we have folks who dialed in uh, so we can get some of our questions from listeners uh, the number I'll give out again uh, is 720 716 7300 the code 564 943 pound press star one. 61- if you would like to join in, have a question for Mr. Lax? We have any folks uh, with us from the book club way back thats seven years. I can't believe it's been seven years. But if we have any folks who are with us in the book club who remember, I remember we were so critical. I was stunned because I felt like uh, folks before. Who talked about this book, like, oh, this is such a great book, and Henrietta Lacks, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's important. I should know more details about this black female and how she was abused. But, whoa, the anti blackness and all the rest of it, again, should be in the archives. Uh, let's see. Our caller, Irie in Louisiana, she had a question for Ron Lacks. You should be with us.
0: Hello. Um, good evening. Thanks for uh, taking the call, and thank you for joining us.
2: Your volume is a little low. Yes. Uh, If you could maybe get closer to your microphone or speak up both.
0: Okay. Can you hear me now? There you go. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. Um, I wanted to ask a question, but I want to make a quick statement. Hopefully something will happen from it. Um, Perhaps now, I don't know, uh, Tariq Nasheed, you know, he seems to be making a lot of films, um, perhaps that's somebody to reach out to or he'll reach out to you, so I just wanted to put that in the universe. Um, but the question I had was basically what what um does the great I'm guessing great 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 grandchildren, what what is their um uh perspective of what happened to um it was your grandmother, right? It's Correct. Your grandmother? Mm-hmm. And what's their perspective of what happened to your grandmother? And do you think um, they have a, a? What do you think their understanding of racism, white supremacy, is because of what happened? And I'll mute my line.
3: You said, "What do they think about uh, what happened with white supremacy and what happened to my grandmother?" That's what you're asking.
0: Right. What do you? What? Do, what did they think of what happened? And also, do you think? What do you think is their uh, outlook on the system overall because of? Yes.
3: Oh, yeah, uh, of course. I mean, they know because uh, uh, we talked about extensively uh, what happened to my grandmother and uh, they had read my book too, some of the great-greats. Um, they know what's happening and they know what's happening in the world today. Uh, even back then it's even worse, but it seemed like today – we 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 turning back that clock. We go we going backwards instead of going forward. So they they watching this as 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 time go on. I just didn't want my descendants to go through what my family went through. I want to change this. This stops here now with me. So I'm trying to change the the racial uh, things that happened to my family back then. So hopefully they don't have to go through it. Thank you. you you're welcome. And and yeah, uh, I'll keep that name in mind because I need all the help I can get.
2: Much obliged, Irie. Uh, let's see. Our caller, victim of racism in New Jersey uh if you have a question for Mr. Ron Lex, you should be with us
4: uh, yes uh can you hear me yes, yes. sir Oh uh, yeah uh how you doing sir i just wanna you know i just wanna uh, also just go back to my question uh just uh I admire your uh black self respect and uh pursuit of justice for your grandmother and mm-hmm. just the examples of just you know keeping a focus on the people who are most to blame, and that's the white institution that is John Hopkins and that uh, white author. Um, I haven't read your book, but, I mean, have any other people been found um, through uh, your working on this book found with the same cells as your grandmother? Do you have any knowledge of that is, is, has anybody else uh had these same cells in or outside of your family
3: no she, she's the only human being on earth whose cells is able to multiply outside the body wow yep. wow now that's what oh, i that's okay. what i said
4: right so do you do you think also do you think the um the divide uh and your family? I mean, do you think there was like, you know, behind the behind the scenes, like promises or, you know, just money? Was that one of the um, forces that, you know, drove the wedge
3: and the divide between your family? I wouldn't discount it. Promise? Yep. I wouldn't discount it. Uh, uh, that's how they do. That's how they divide a family, you know, a little riches, little, the crumbs off their table.
4: Like. Right. okay and um just like the last caller said I, I would i would definitely uh try to suggest you reach out to uh somebody like tarik nasheed he's he's been successful in creating his films so you know and uh, just you know just just good luck and, and i'll definitely uh be looking forward to purchasing and i right. will purchase so uh,
3: if you if can message me on, on on messenger or something like that or uh on facebook or whatever do that so we can keep in touch no problem. All right.
2: Much obliged victim in New Jersey. Uh, any of the folks, if you need a book, they do have e-copies. I'm just saying, if you need a uh, paperback, book, com, And you can just search uh, Henrietta Lacks. Bang. Shit pop up. Henrietta Lacks, the untold story Or you can do the author search. Ron Lacks, uh, but nab a, copy of the book. While we're talking about uh, getting the book, I'll check for other questions as well. Uh, Did something uh, suspicious happen uh, when people, because you had your book on Amazon doing very well, moving right up the the charts, one of the top sellers. Did something peculiar happen? It, it
3: It was at 101 in the top 100 men walls. It was one away when all of a sudden the book became unavailable. So I was ranked really low. But as soon as that unavailable popped up, my rankings jumped back up there into the thousands. Yep. Mm. And it just just basically came back on, but I lost I lost the ranking.
2: Mm. That's just in terms of patterns. I mentioned that for listeners before there are so many black authors where they've written a book like yourself people want to buy it get the information they go on amazon uh it starts to sell well and then becomes unavailable or people start to price gouge uh where they'll hoard uh you know 10 copies or whatever and then sell them for like three hundred dollars five hundred dollars like we've been seeing this for over a decade uh, with Mm -hmm. lots of black authors I'm sure it happens with other people too but it seems like especially black people who have serious information about serious subject matter like yourself something odd happens Uh, and you said this is print on demand right so it shouldn't Uh be you know Mm -hmm. long delays uh, to publication
3: I never seen Rebecca Sloop's book go
2: be unavailable (laughs) (laughs) Not once. Curious indeed, uh, but BookBaby dot com should be right there. And, and it's,
3: this, let me give you this: people can contact me at henrietta dot They can get the book there too. That's my website,
2: HenriettaLaxUntold dot
3: Correct.
2: Awesome. We'll tweet. And share that as well. So folks will have multiple uh, sites where they can check out uh, places to get information, get the book. So-called holidays uh, are coming up reading more important than watching television. Feel free to nab a few copies, especially if you have any uh, family members who are into STEM and science like this is the why in terms of being focused uh, in the racism you should expect in, you know, joining that field. Uh, Just in terms of the impact that this had on your family, I want to make sure I read this portion as well. This is uh, talking about your uh, uncle Sonny. Uh, This is later, I think the last chapter of the book. Uh, You write. Make sure I give full context here. Mm -mm -mm. My uncle Sonny had a stroke some years back. I am convinced that this whole book situation took its toll on him. He was like a hero to me, but he can't speak for himself anymore. Knowing my uncle, though, he wouldn't be happy with the route that the family has taken. Around the time when he had his stroke, they were marching him all around to those speaking engagements. He was flying here and flying there, and you could tell it was taking a toll on him. I remember one time they brought Sonny to my house we went to the door to greet him we looked at his face and immediately said take that man to the hospital something's not right in fact we noticed it twice once at the house and once at the science center event even another cousin noticed that something was wrong with him it wasn't good at all and shortly after that he had a stroke Sonny was in denial about the book for such a long time he wanted monetary value for the family which was totally understandable he would often tell my father look let's just try to get something it wasn't until later that he realized what kind of mistake he made at one time he started trying to talk positive about the family and saying the family was educated but they told him they could sue him for talking about something not in the book all because he had signed his rights away I remember when he tried to say that Henrietta could read and write they took him in the office and told him he could not do that after that you could see the joy fade out of him I think that's what led to Sonny's stroke you could see everything was bothering him I thought one of the more important points of the book just again talking about all of the conflict that can be produced just having, you know, a few white people wanna come we want to help. Help tell your story and all of that can have a huge help and even this your uncle is going out, presumably around folks who might be doctors or connected to the health field. They're not Mm -hmm. even looking and paying attention, like, Wow, maybe let's get you a checkup, make sure you're doing all right. Maybe you don't need to do this extra flight today, like nah 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 nah. let's go here and there and here and there where y'all said, you noticed it twice, like, whoa, you are not looking good. Like, let's get to the hospital. Just, I'm I'm sure your uncle Sonny was not the only one, but this just seems like an especially uh, poignant example of, of the trauma that was caused. Can you give a little bit more detail?
3: Right. Well, Sonny was, was one of the, was uh, one of Henrietta's children. So he was the main attraction along with some of his daughters and cousins. But he was the main attraction. He the one that they wanted out there. And they made that clear with my Uncle Sonny. And uh, he tried his best because they did pay him in advance and then uh, paid him for each engagement. So he tried to keep up with them, but his his mind and his body just gave up on him.
2: And then him just saying, hey, which Henrietta Lacks, she could write her own name. She could write cursive. Him just making an effort to say that the family was educated, not poor dirt farmers. That, you know, is a scolding. You're going off script. Can't say anything that's not in the book. Like what? That's why I said before, like, why is that so important? Like, why do we have to insist that these are just dumb ignorant black people like so what they' you know lots of people strive to be educated like why you know what well, it seems like that's important to the narrative that that we're telling that these have to be ignorant black people that this happened to
3: right they wanted to make us as unapproachable as possible that's how they wanted to present it up they didn't want us to sit down with the right people and have a a, a nice conversation about what the family's been going through They wanted to keep us in the dark and keep this portrayal of this poor black family in the limelight. That's why I tried to put in so many pictures of my family so the world could see what this family was really like.
2: And Uh, I think I
3: did a good job.
2: Indeed, indeed. Each chapter ends with various uh, pictures. You can see Henrietta Lacks and her husband, her children, himself, Mister Ron Lacks, his lovely wife, his children, like all of the the Lacks uh, family. Uh, and none of them look like poor sharecroppers, in my opinion. Maybe I haven't seen enough, you know, sharecroppers.
3: Them, them, them photos, them uh, photos of the of when we was babies and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we had. had Dated, they took went to Photoshop to have them done, you know?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah he, lots of, of pictures, uh, in the book and even the information about the stolen pictures, uh, from, yeah, the, uh, the white author, you you talked about so many people that your, your family had some level of suspicion as they should, uh, because there have been so many people who've come and tried to make money and take advantage of the family over the years. Just in your opinion, what would have been the correct way, white person or a non-white person, what would have been the correct way? To approach the family and say, hey, I want to, you know, share with the world what happened uh, to your grandmother, Henrietta Lacks. I want to do a film or a book. What would have been the correct way of going about doing things?
3: It's called the truth. Be truthful about everything. I mean, all the person had is look, uh, uh, Lax family. Uh, I-, I want to do a story on on your grandmother, on your family. But I want to get the correct story. I want to tell it like it like it truly is. Uh, and if 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 somehow there's some monetary gain, I said I would like to include y'all in on it because you all are helping me with this story. That's the way to approach my family.
2: Like I said, I didn't hear. It's got to be thirty billion dollars. No, I didn't hear that. Like. Uh, <laughs> You know, if we can get really, I mean, hey, if you're going to make $30 billion, what's getting the family $5 billion? Like, what's right. the big deal? <laughs> like, hey, uh,
3: hey, let's go back to well, 1951 and kind of start adding up. <laughs> mm, 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 yeah,
2: mm. we might be hitting trillions. I mean, who knows?
3: We, <laughs> like, yeah, uh, most deb- they say they made so many. So many healer cells. Now, I read this back in, it was 2010, wasn't well, it, no? 2010, hmm. where they could uh, take healer cells, put them together, and wrap them around the earth three times. Wow. That's a lot of cells. Whew.
2: That's a lot of money. Like, yes, uh,
4: Hey, Gus, I have a follow-up question, if I have time.
2: Oh, that's our victim in in New Jersey. Uh, I reckon I see the other folks, but yeah, I reckon. Go ahead, get your question, sir.
4: Okay, this this is for um you and the guest. Um, do you think if this was a white woman, um, she would be deified, you know, um, and, and and just basically held in like high esteem? Um, if this was a
3: a white woman. Oh hell no! Excuse my language. Okay. No, they wouldn't. You know. That's the whole nutshell. If it was a white woman, she would have been praised for her genetic makeup. Period. Full stop. She would have been in high regards from the day they took them to the day she died to this very day right here. She would have been praised. And uh, all I'm trying to get is, is the same thing for my grandmother. I mean, regardless what color she is, uh, these are special cells that came from my grandmother and I wanted her to be treated as such right on I'm gonna say I agree yep. yeah i mean i mean this is like i said uh, even i find myself even sometimes saying wow how cells did this and did that i mean it's 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 incredible it's something straight out of a, 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 a fiction novel. Yep. That's it, unbelievable. That ourselves is able to comf- com- accomplish so much. I mean, and look, think. This this is a product that they have that they will never run out. <laughs> never run out of it. Sheila Cells is being made every day. And when I'm dead and gone, they're going to still be making... Heal herself and her cells probably uh, accomplish more a hundred years from now. And I want when people look and see who she is, I don't want them to look back at Rebecca Sloot's book, I want them to look back at her, her from her family perspective, Ron Lax's book. Mm.
2: Right on, right on. Uh, before I nab our other caller, I just want to say to the question uh, victim in New Jersey, his question it may be. If this had been a white woman, they might not have stolen her tissue sample at all. It might have been, hey, let's do this the correct way and go to the family and ask, as opposed to we're just going to steal them and do what we want. They may have went and asked and the family would have said no. And that would have been that we would have never, you know, been in this situation to begin with if it had been a white person. But if they had, I totally agree. She would be, everybody would know her name like long ago, way before we got to 2010. Like we would have known her name. She would have had statues and all the rest of it. Uh, let's see. The caller Henry in Chicago, uh, should be with us. If you have a question, sir. Can I be heard? Yes, sir.
4: All right, uh greeting Gus and uh greeting Mr. Lax. Thank um, you. Um question, question. Well, you know, here's the thing and and I I've been wanting so much to learn about your grandmother. I I read Rebecca's book. I read the first 10 pages and I didn't go back to it. I don't know why, but it just didn't seem like it was interesting and now that you have uncovered all this now I know why I haven't, I haven't <laughs> finished that book, <laughs> but I will be picking up your book. If I, you know, if I, uh, it, you know, Gus says that on Amazon, it's like, you know, $200, but, uh, hopefully I'll get the e-copy or, you know, So oh, it oh, hard, oh, what, what, you
3: know. what did you just say?
4: Well, well, I, I know on Amazon, they, they, they've, they've like, uh, inflated the price of the book. Um, it's twenty four uh, It's twenty four dollars on
3: different. Amazon. It's back up on Amazon. Oh, oh. So it's twenty four dollars. Okay, back up on Amazon.
4: Yeah. Okay. All right. All but right. You, but you, if
3: you have any problems, way. go to henredolaxuntold dot com and you can get it straight from my website.
4: Okay, I will definitely do that.
3: But uh, it's, it's, I got a question. I was just gonna say it sounded like it sounded like a review I had on 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 Amazon. Uh, somebody said the same thing that you just said. I was getting ready to say, "Oh, you left that review." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so like, I, yes.
4: yeah. I I I I read ten pages of Scoot's book and and just and just put it down and never finished it. So uh, now I know why. But. Uh-huh. Um, you you uh, the 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 side of your family currently has a a lawsuit against the the biotech company uh uh-huh. on stealing your grandmother's cells right
3: mm-hmm. uh do
4: you have like a you know is there like a you know, cuz i know legal stuff can be very expensive you guys have like a you know something that you know i could donate to you know or a legal fund uh for this cuz i know this stuff like this could get expensive
3: yeah we got i got a uh a uh, uh, what's that, go GoFundMe page uh, with my mother on it. Yeah, for help with uh okay. the medical and and legal fees, all that is on there. Cause the uh, okay. uh, reason uh, why I said reason why I set that up too, because father, we're not used to people uh donating and we used to turn them away, but we found out when we turned them away. They go to donate to Rebecca's Clutes uh, uh, Foundation, so I had to do something to stop that from happening. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, where could where you know uh, you said it's a GoFundMe. Does it have your name on it? Yes, it did. Barbara I think it Barbara lex That's my that's my mother. Okay. Okay. Yes.
4: All right.
3: Uh, Gus, would you? But from me from me, me on, on, on Facebook. Facebook? <laughs> When you get a chance from me on oh, Facebook, I'm okay. reachable. Okay. All right. Well, that's all for me. Thanks a lot. Thank you, my man.
2: Much obliged, uh, Henry in Chicago. I'm going to, I was looking on the website, but I'm just going to pull up the, uh, go find me page and then I can share that on social media. I put it on Facebook and Twitter and you know, all the rest of that as well. Um,
3: Yeah, so did you understand? Because, like I said, a proud family. So we felt ourselves turning down donations because we wanted people to keep, you know, keep their money for themselves. But people love helping for good causes. And we had to come to grips with that. We understood that. So I said, oh, they're going to Rebecca's foundation and donate and whatnot so we was losing out on both ends so i said no let me go ahead on and set this up and i did it myself so i hope i set it up right let me know if, if you can get to it let's see uh,
2: i'm trying to make sure i go to the correct one uh,
3: and that's so now people people got some kind hearts they really do
0: uh,
2: I'll have to take another second to see if I can find it and making sure I get the one uh, the correct oh what oh, oh, might be it spoke too soon think I might have it if this is it then I'll just go post this in Facebook and Twitter and all the rest of it if I got the oh, correct right. one here bang does does the site does it have uh hmm does it have a picture of
3: a picture of my mother
2: okay uh, who, i guess does is, is there with people are do you have people that are
3: I think you got a little a baby on 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 her Cahill, can you see if you can pull it up for me
2: I forgot to have him on Twitter I can just share it. I'll share the link with uh, Mr. Lacks, uh via okay. Skype and then you can see which one I'm looking at. And so if this is the wrong one, I won't share it. I'll keep until I get the correct one just to be certain. Let's see. Okay. There, make sure I get that back up. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll message him cause I don't want to give out the incorrect information and make sure that I'm, I'm accurate. Uh, should take a second. Just to make sure I confirm in the meantime. Uh, let's see make sure i didn't miss anybody other folks who have uh... questions uh... uh, uh you okay. see other hands make sure you don't wait till the last minute if other folks have questions that they want to make sure they get into uh... mister ron lax uh... while we have him with us If we have any folks who are required uh... to read the other book written by the white woman uh... let us know because i know there's so many folks in school and all the rest of it where they have that forced on them I, too, remember when we read that book in the book club uh, that folks were not pleased within the first chapter uh, that the anti-blackness, the way that she talks about the black people it's so uh, stifling for such an important story. But I remember us talking about that quite a bit while we were reading the book. Uh, let's see. You you mentioned, Mr. Olax, that you they had a ceremony at the White House uh, to recognize, uh, your grandmother's contributions. You were not invited. Uh, did they also have a ceremony at the Smithsonian or an exhibit to honor your grandmother?
3: Yes, they did. Was not
2: invited. <laughs> was man was the white author at that ceremony.
3: Yes, she was. Of course.
2: Of course. And she I mean,
3: probably, even... she probably accepted the war. Jeez. <laughs>
2: The tackiness just abounds in my view. That's so small. Like if you, you already live right there close to DC. It's not like you live out here with me in Washington state. Like that's not an eight hour ride to get you to DC. Like that's a a short drive. I mean, I guess you could fly and make it really, really quick, but I mean, this is not a far distance. Hey, we're going to do this come hang out for a day, tell us some stories, we'll have some great hors d'oeuvres, we'll talk about your grandmother, take a few pictures, put it up on Instagram, it'll be great. Put it on the site to sell your book, whatever. Like, and, and I'm,
3: telling you, I'm telling you, it was acceptable. I mean, they've been doing it so long. It was acceptable. It, I mean, people were just going on with what she was doing. It was. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, for, for ever since she wrote her book, she have not left my family to this day.
2: Wow. Mm, mm, mm. I, I'm i not surprised. I can only say that the uh, movie is almost as though it's not even really about your grandmother per se. It's more about her and her odyssey to get this information and get this book together. Like, let uh, me tell you
3: about that. Oh, let let me here. Tell you about that. Yeah, there's a story behind that one too. Yep. My dad and the dad, uh thats that's why they didn't touch Oprah. I mean, um, uh, Henrietta, because my dad was adamant about what he was saying. He didn't. He wasn't a part of this, and that he would do everything he can to stop him from doing what they was doing. But they still did. They although they still did the movie, they changed what well, it was. It was about my aunt and Rebecca Scloots meeting and that's how they went with it he changed that narrative my dad sure did
2: wow yeah it's palpable in the movie in terms of where uh the focus is uh which is just like a tackiness all the way through uh even through the movie which i th- a bit the same way that Henry in Chicago talked about the book Exactly the same for the movie, which is not surprising. It's, you know, adaptation. Uh, the person I'm still uh, making sure I can verify the GoFundMe while I see if I can get that information. Uh, the caller. Five one eight zero five one eight zero. Did you have a question for Mr. Lax?
4: Can I be heard? Yes, sir. OK, I'll be going. Good. This is a very interesting uh, interview. My question is, in pertaining to the white woman that uh, showed up to you guys to come and pillage your family, how is it that uh, she found you, for one, and two, what is it that she did before she came across your family?
3: Uh, Excuse me, say that again with you. How did she
4: come into finding your family in particular? To be oh, able to pull off what she's pulled off, because she's pulled off something amazing. From what you're telling me, it, it sounds like she was sent by somebody who had enough information on you guys. I'm just trying to find out like what's the backstory of that lady.
3: She stalked my aunt for a whole year. I mean, she when I say stalked, she she her, uh, constantly harassed my aunt until my, she had enough and she gave in. Yep. Is was she um
4: was she like an author who wrote books prior to this, or is this her you know supreme
3: book? That was her first book.
4: Trying to get out. Was she? That was her
3: first was book. That, that was her very first that was book.
4: Her first book. Yep. Wow. So, what is it career wise that she did before that? Did you guys ever look into that? Because it sounds like I just want to say this. Um, part of one of the things I've learned about tracking people down is that you do have to, like, find out back information about people, like education, um, family connection, career connections, and things of that nature. So I find that very suspicious that this lady who, this is her first book, she was just able to find all this information of you guys and to be able to track you down like that. But that's just my opinion. But um, so, uh, yeah, I hope you guys are looking through her background prior to that because that's a pretty phenomenal success to be able to, Get your family and make a. Uh, sounds like she's become a multi-millionaire legitimately off of your family without oh, her yes. having some bigger people backing her to be able to pull that type of information about how to attract somebody down. That's not normal for a regular person to be able to do. Is what I'm saying.
3: Yes. Yep. Well, uh, I don't think I don't think we ever did get a uh, do a background check on her. I don't think so. I suggest that higher. Yeah. Do you guys have a lawyer? Yes, Ben Crump. Yeah,
4: well, ask him to do some background checking on her, particularly her family history because she might not be somebody but she could be a stalking horse. You get what I'm saying?
3: Right, right, right. Yep. That's an. Uh, that's definitely uh, on the back burner of find, trying to find Would out it? exactly or who she, you know, like I said that's been, never been done so I'm curious to know myself.
4: You're yeah, right. A, a, sir, I... I get to do things like that. Um, so, like, the, the things you said uh, indicates to me, at least, in my opinion, that somebody bigger, I, I believe you said you had reason to believe it might have been John Hopkins' censored. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if you found out that yeah. they did because that seems like something that a corporation would do to uh, do damage control in a way, right? So right. that way the family might want to sue. We could divide them up, get one half of them fighting against the other half, And we'll do a payout through uh, a third party. You get what I'm saying? That's the point of the stalking horse. So that's just my opinion on it. I'm not saying that I have proof or evidence, but
2: from experience.
3: Right.
4: But I'll move my line for now.
2: Much obliged. Uh, Good question. Because he did say that it seemed like she had some sort of backing from John Hopkins, like they were uh, John Hopkins kind of steered, uh, the family to this white woman like hey you should work with her and then even have a year and a half of stalk time like that like you said that is kind of unusual most people don't have that sort of dedication and or time and energy to invest in hey let me talk to this stranger come on let me talk to this sh-. like wow that is uh, yeah worthy of investigation uh, the person person who dialed in
3: Gus, yeah, G- G- I found the I found the GoFundMe. It's oh, wow. got a flower, and my mother looking out the window ho- hollering at family members. Because that can- what Pobre was?
2: Yeah. Okay. Is that what you got? Is it possible that you can send me that uh, on Skype? You can just message me on Skype right in the window.
5: Yeah. If it's confusing, yep, on- okay. or
2: Facebook, either one. You can if you could send it via Facebook, and then I can just copy and paste, uh, and then I know I have the correct one. Either one that that would be easy and not a distraction. You should be getting it right now. Awesome. Uh let's see. The colour uh let's it non Clemson grad and or Miss C. Uh, if you have a question for Mr. Ron Lax, the oldest grandson of Henrietta Lacks, uh your line should be open.
6: Not be heard
2: Greetings, Miss C. Hello. Hello, guys. Hello, listeners.
6: Hello, Mr. Latch. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing well. It's a pleasure to speak to you and hear your voice. Same here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Was there there a significance in filing the lawsuit against the pharmaceutical um, company exactly 70 years after your grandmother's passing? Was that something that the family decided to do or your attorney, um, Benjamin Crump?
3: Yes, my uh, my attorney, he's the one that did, did all the filing. Okay. Did he approach that or did he the other way around?
6: Um, we wanted to know if Benjamin Crump, attorney Crump, he approached your family uh, to file the lawsuit or if you sought out his services.
3: Well, it was an amazing story. And let me tell you, um, the one book signing that I got invited to was in Hitchcock, Texas at a church, uh, was, was uh, Greater, Matthews. Greater Matthews Baptist Church. And in the congregation uh, was a, a young man that knew Mr. Crump. And he said, hey Ron, we got we got to speak. And he said, would you like me to introduce you to uh, Ben Crump? I can set it up for you. And I said, yeah, that sounds good. So by the time I got back to Baltimore a couple of weeks later, uh, that's when I got the call and uh, we've been hooking up ever since. Nice guy dedicated to his work.
6: Uh, okay. Okay. Um, in your opinion and discussions with attorney Crump, do you think that this lawsuit will end favorably or do you think they'll draw it out? No,
3: I, I'm hoping so. Uh, you know, I only got my my belief that they know what they did was wrong, and they want to correct the right. They know that they've been uh, dealing with stolen cells, so they just got to uh, do right by Henrietta at this point in time in life, because of so much that was done to her and to her family. That uh, uh, it's time for some reconciliation. They need to do that.
6: Okay, much appreciated. This is my final question and I'll end in the call. Um, I haven't listened to the book study that the the cows did um, on the other book, um, but I am interested in getting your book. Um, but I have been reading through Medical Apartheid and my, my question is like a follow-up question. Um, have you been approached by people in the medical industry or in the field of science and their their belief is it doesn't matter what happened to your grandmother um, or to anybody who's ever been experimented on, all we're concerned with is progressing science? What would you say to somebody who is only concerned with the advancement of science?
3: Oh, I'm all for that i am all for advancement of science, but when people start getting rich and making money off it that's that's totally different uh uh that that's the difference between advancing science and people enriching themselves okay, thank you very much, and I'll
6: end my call
2: thank you. Much obliged, Missy N. Non- hey Jake,
6: hey, gosh, let me ask you,
3: have you heard the song I had made of my grandmother?
2: Oh, I have not. I have not heard the song. Oh
3: man, you're in for a treat then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see, let me see if I can send it to you on Skype. Maybe
2: you'll play it for us. Oh yeah, if you can get it to me on Skype, and I, I got the link that you sent me. For the GoFundMe, but it uh oh, took man. me to a sign-in page. uh So you, you?
3: damn for a treat, man! Y'all, I think I did an excellent, huh? He has to
0: put in Bob at
3: Oh yeah, I sent I sent them the link. Oh, oh you got to put in Bob at lax. I sent he got it. I sent them the link in Facebook.
2: Try it again. You said I have to put in Bob at lax, and it'll yeah.
3: You talking about the GoFundMe page, right? Yes, sir okay, yeah, you got what I sent you, so I think you had to put in Bob at Lacks.
2: Okay, let me see. Well, I'll figure it out. I'll see if I can figure it out. Once I get it, making me work for it, but once I get it, I I will uh, share it with uh, folks on uh, social media. I'll make sure everybody uh, had, you said the picture of it has it's a picture of your mom? Is that
3: my mom Yeah, she the uh flowers is all it's a flowers in the vase on the left hand side, and she's she's sticking her head out the window on the left hand side, yeah, and, okay, my mom. And, and and outside is family members singing happy birthday to her.
2: Okay, got it, got it. I will share it. Uh, so folks that are looking, I'll share it on Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, and I'll post it in the description at Black Talk Radio Network. So it'll be in lots of different spots. If you're listening to the archives, today's November 10th. So you can just scroll back or, uh, you know, do a search uh, for Ron Lax. That's the way I'll put it in there. But I will uh, share it right now. Much obliged. And then I guess I'll look out for the song as well. See if I can, if I can get that in time, yeah, maybe we still, can uh, include that.
3: I just, I just sent it to you.
2: Oh, I Please. see it. I see it. I thought it was on you. Is this on YouTube or? Yeah, I got it on, yeah, I got it on YouTube too. Oh, yeah. okay. If you send me the YouTube link, I might be able to to get it for us today. Is this, is this who's doing the singing here? Is this you or someone else?
3: Uh, it's a, it's a, no. <laughs> you wouldn't want to hear me sing. <laughs> no. I don't want got that temptation voice at the end, though.
2: I feel you. I feel you. I, I I do not carry a tune myself. So I was just, I didn't know if we had a entrepreneur, author, singer, you know, multi-talented uh, person. <laughs> Renaissance man, as they say. I didn't know. Just checking. So not sung by Mr. Lax, but shared uh, which counts as well uh, from Mr. Lacks we'll see if we can include that make sure we didn't miss any other folks any other folks uh, have a question they want to make sure they got in didn't miss out anybody fantastic make sure you hit uh, bookbaby.com that is already linked uh online, social media, all the spots uh, to get a copy of the book. Mr. Lack said it's back at Amazon. And I did check. And I uh, Henry in Chicago, who mentioned that this past weekend, it uh, I think the book had not quite got back to Amazon. Like you couldn't get the uh, paper back. And so people were hoarding it. And so they had copies that third parties were selling for three hundred dollars, uh, which is like my goodness, like the hoarding and all the same things that we've talked about. But thankfully, it is back in stock. So you can't get it at Amazon. But all else fails. Uh, bookbaby.com. Ron Lax. The book title is Henrietta Lax: The Untold Story. But back available at Amazon. Get a copy. Share it if you have uh, friends, family who need some holiday reading as they say uh this would be a great one it's not you know 8000 pages uh and should be very relevant to everything that's happening right now covid-19 and people talking about uh ethics and medicine uh let's see i think all the folks uh said they got their questions in make sure i didn't miss anything from the text Can I hear? Uh, Oh, I guess we did not miss everybody. Uh, our caller five one eight zero last four digits. Yes, sir.
4: I just had a. Uh, can he explain how he came into meeting Mr. Crump again? Can I? Because I heard part of the story, but I just want to hear it again.
3: Yes, it was uh, Hi. in Hitchcock, Texas, down at the church, Creative uh, Methodist Baptist Church in uh, Hitchcock, Texas. Where uh, I met a young man that knew uh, Mister Crump, and he said I could put you in touch with him. So that's that's what I, that's what he did. He uh, sent it over to Mister Crump and tell him uh, this is Henrietta's uh grandson, and he would like to speak to you. And he did call me. Do, yes,
4: do you he remember The name me. of the young man that you stated you who came to Sam's, you? did he did the uh, young man approach
3: uh, you? Yes, he, uh, Sam, Sam Collins, What's his name. Sam Collins was the Do man what i Mr. Collins, Do I what? Do you know what Mr. Collins does for a living? Do you know what Mr. Collins does for no, a living? No, no, I, I sure don't. No, I sure don't. I just met him in church, and uh, he wanted me to sign his book, and we just started talking about my grandmother and the things herself were doing, and he said, uh, uh, "Would you like for me to get uh, Ben Trump uh, in touch with you?" And I, and I, of course, said, "Yes, I would love that." And uh, that's how that came to be. Is he a younger guy, older guy, middle? Yeah, he, he's a younger guy, about in his late thirties, mid forties. Black. How long? How long ago how, was this that that occurred? I said maybe a year ago. Before that, had you guys been contacted by any attorneys
4: uh, looking to represent your family's interests? Oh, sure. So
3: we, we had we had tons of attorneys throughout the years that uh, did absolutely nothing.
4: Okay. All right, that's all. Thank you very much. No
3: problem.
4: Right, also, I just wanted to say, man, uh, it, was, it was nice to hear how you and your wife carried out... Uh, getting that book done. Very good job on that, by
3: the way. Well, thank you. Thank you very much.
2: Much obliged. Uh, our color five, one, eight, zero last four digits. Uh, that's what I said. And counter racist project, like doesn't get any better. Like working, doing some reading and writing together. And that's one, like you could do, probably at a wide age range like that's one you could do if you're in your 20s attempted marriage 30s 50s 60s 70s across the spectrum like sitting down doing some reading and writing constructive Uh, I have been posting the link for folks to for folks to invest uh, so that should be uh, prevalent Uh, I'll continue to do that uh, but should already be up Twitter and Facebook, the other sites. Uh, I'll include a Black Talk Radio Network in the description, uh, and the link for the book is already there, so you can support Mr. Lacks or support either getting the book or directly contribute, uh, making sure not to invest uh, in the White Women's Project, uh, and then getting more people aware uh, if they want to help get uh, more resources, more material out, so they can be people can be accurately informed. Uh, about what happened with uh, Henrietta Lacks and uh, her family. Check out this book. This would be a grand place to start. Uh, Henrietta Lacks, the untold story written by Ron Lacks. Uh, Did we miss any basis, anything super important uh, to your grandmother's legacy that we failed to cover?
3: No, I think we about hit it all. I did a great job. I enjoyed the interview and and the people wanting uh, to, uh, know what's going on this has been very very good for me i, I needed to speak to uh, the people that's out there that's reading my book to get their reflection on what they think
2: for sure let me see one more i uh, guess hitting the road ha 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 nick over the road did you have a question for mr lax
0: yes yeah, can l- i be
5: heard Yes sir, we can hear you. Okay, awesome. Greetings Gus, greetings Mr. Lax.
3: Greetings to you too, sir.
5: Okay, um sir, if I'm not mistaken, I think I might have heard um um uh, Phil Valentine mention that um when Mrs. Lacks' um sales were shared, they were shared with other countries. Yes, they were. And um I, he mentioned He mentioned that um i think that the the russians or i think it was the ussr back then that um it caused a little conflict (laughs) when they found out where the sales came from um and 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 it might have you know incited the um the conflict between the us and the ussr are you familiar with that and
3: has the other
5: countries oh go ahead go ahead
3: sir that that was a fun story there uh when they when the United States shipped uh healer cells over there the uh the doctors and people in the lab they set them up in the lab and, and closed up for the night and they came back. healer cells was in everything <laughs> they thought they thought the United States was a biological weapon to kill them, right I thought it was gonna be world right. War three. <laughs> That was just a fun story there, but healer cells for some reason it it it, uh, it gets into everything uh, uh that's that's what happened to Russia. their vows and stuff that they had uh put away and everything healer cells has invaded them and took over
5: okay, yeah, okay, and I wanted to ask you have have other countries also um i done research or came up with um um, products and benefits benefited from it. And are you like looking into, to going after them also, or maybe them or whatnot? I'm going to leave that.
3: I'm going to leave that for my, for my uh, attorneys to uh, what they think is okay. best for that. But, uh, I ain't gonna leave no stone unturned.
5: Okay. And one more question, sir. Um, have you, um, or any of the family, um, encountered any like passive resistance because i know this this system is good for going after you know jobs and family members or whatnot to kind of you know uh get them or uh, to maybe put pressure on you to to cease and desist what you're doing
3: uh not 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 so not so far not not yet uh i was looking sure. for, I, I was looking for something like that to happen i think that might have happened with some of the lawyers that we had before I think that happened. That's why a lot of them just disappeared on us. Uh, but with mm. with Ben, I don't think they're gonna try that. No, I, I don't think they're okay. gonna try that. Yeah, because I told that's okay. the first thing I told Ben. Mm-hmm. I said uh, a lot of people have been uh, backing down and getting in trouble for trying to help the Lex family. Ben said <laughs> he said that's why that's why I fight. Because this is what I do. He said, I'll be looking forward to them trying to do something like that. So it it was just refreshing to hear an attorney that wants to go to bed for us all the way. And he betrayed that. Yes, sir. sir.
5: Mm. Okay, thank you very much for letting me speak. I'll mute my line.
2: Thank you. Nick over the road. Much obliged, sir.
3: Uh hey Gus. I tried to find it on uh on YouTube. I I can't find it. Hmm. I know I put it up there, but I can't find it. I'm i I'm gonna just put it up there again. Just uh, just so I can uh get send it to you through that. Okay.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, if you send me the link, like I said, we can include it uh in the program. We can play that as well. So we'll have the musical tribute to Henrietta Lacks uh, included with the uh, segment I'll make sure it will, at least it'll be there for the archive that way when folks go to listen to the recording and all that, bam they'll have that also Uh, but please visit the website Uh, you can get the book, should be back at Amazon, hopefully it'll stay that way in print with no shenanigans Uh, also the GoFundMe uh, page, I've posted it uh, Twitter, Facebook, I'll put it at Black Talk Radio Network as well Uh, But the book is Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story, written by Ron Lacks, her oldest grandson. Lots of information directly from the family. Not all of the tackiness and racism, insisting that black people are illiterate and can't write their own name and can barely spell and all the normal tripe that we get. Uh, we are so grateful uh, that you can hang out, share some of your Wednesday evening with us. Uh, please keep up your outstanding work. Uh, I guess we'll be nosy about the trials, so we'll be following uh, you and Mr. Crump to see how things proceed. Maybe we could have you back on the, to plug the book and, and kind of give, an, give us an update uh, as you kind of move through the legal proceedings. Uh, but we okay. wish you... We wish you and your family uh the best with everything. take care of your health. No that's so important. you talked about uh the health of some of your family members, so hope everyone is doing as well as they can uh eat well, get lots of water, lots of rest uh and we will definitely be in touch with you in the future, sir. All righty. Enjoy the rest of your evening, Mr. Laxen. Thank you again for sharing some time with us
3: oh, okay it was it was my pleasure, and to go off the air I'm just saying uh. Go off the air, you can uh go ahead on, I'm gonna just play a little bit of it.
2: Oh, right on, right on, we'll have a little bit right there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Tryna
0: get back in the mansion mass somebody lying and they wanna get away. Carry it, I always remind you, mind you. I will keep on fighting till the day that I
3: got you. you, you. Alright, and what'd you think so far?
2: Oh I, the little bit that I heard sounded great. I guess that's not you. It's <laughs> like, oh, I was confused. That's not You're Mr. A funny,
3: man. <laughs> <You're> funny Man. Oh <laughs> my right, Gus. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it over to you as soon as possible, and I hope to speak to you real soon. I had a really great time, and thank you for inviting me.
2: Oh, the pleasure was ours, sir. Uh, thank you so much for your time and energy. That uh, we've been talking to Mr. Ron Lax this Wednesday evening. Enjoy the rest of your day. We will talk to you soon, and uh, yeah, just thanks so much for all the work that you've done writing the book and, and keep up your efforts
3: all right bless you my man
2: be well sir all right context of white supremacy from the book I can man I know Henry in Chicago I totally feel him he was the one he called and he said man I read 10 pages of that white woman's book and I had to throw it in the trash (laughs) I totally feel you like we had tons of folks uh, 2000 I can't believe it's been seven years Uh, we had tons of folks who said the same thing like uh, that book was not on the top 10 at all However, even the anti blackness, I'm so glad that we did read the whole thing because that was one of the main things that I took away. Even that, like when he talked about the uh the cells contaminated, they uh Harriet A. Washington talks about that. She said that they said that Henrietta Lacks cells were rogue and aggressive and they just take over things and they, they don't stay where they're supposed to in the laboratory. Not oh, we white people have unsanitary uh habits in the laboratory and so things get easily contaminated because we don't have a very uh, proper procedure for cleanliness in the lab i remember that as well but henry A. washington talked about uh that but it's so much uh, of the anti-blackness and all of that all the way through uh the story i'm glad that we read it just that i could appreciate number one i i was not just me I was not crazy that yes all of this anti-blackness and the way that the family is talked about and all the rest of it to hear the actual family confirm yes and then that the flagrant lying saying that you know these people were illiterate and couldn't write their own name and all the like come on like every everything that Henry in Chicago said that is the tone throughout the book it is challenging to have to read or to read and point out all of that and then try to pick out The other aspects of what happened in the Henrietta Lack case and all the rest of it would have been much better to have uh, Mr. Ron Lacks book. That would have been what we read in the book club. But 2014, his book didn't exist. And uh, that's what you got in the system of white supremacy. If anything, counter racist studies to learn how white people practice racism, how a white woman can go into a family and cause all that dissension and then take over. Now I'm the expert not any of the the family members none of her children me go to John Hopkins they don't give the family the records they give them to me just a random white woman the caller who was questioned like who is this white woman where did she come from what are her credentials how does she even have the budget time and energy to hang out and stalk someone for a year and a half all of that to process and then This is the book you put in Henrietta Lacks and whammo every time. This is the book. And or Rebecca Skloot, that's who you'll see as the expert on all of this. Not even Harriet A. Washington. That's why I started the uh, program with her commentary where she said, hey, this was years before Rebecca Skloot's book was published. I was trying to write about Henrietta Lacks and I was stonewalled that is what domination looks like she could have had a book about Henrietta Lacks and then wrote Medical Apartheid which she also said she was stymied she said at the very beginning of Medical Apartheid Harriet A. Washington she said she had white people who were resistant to giving her records she talked about how some of, even some of the records and things that she talked about in Medical Apartheid they wouldn't authorize her to include it in the book and she had white people telling her why are you trying to write about this why don't you write about something else? New dance move. Why don't you do that? The stanky leg. Yeah, that'll be something to write. Why don't you write about that? Standard operating procedure. Uh, let's see. Uh, the folks who are with us, any thoughts they wanted to make sure they got in information that they heard from uh, Mr. Lacks?
0: Um, uh, yeah, I wanted to add really quick. Um, I never had an appeal to read her book. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I just realized it might be lower um, I'm here. I'm sorry. I didn't have an appeal to read her book when I found out about it um, because I, I just kind of wanted the family's perspective. So I'm glad I never did, and I'm glad that the grandson has a book now. And I just wanted to say... You know, I was kind of thinking a little bit when they were talking about the p- portrayals in the movie. I think the white supremacists have given, um, Oprah Winfrey a, an assignment partially to, um, make black people look bad. Cause I'm thinking historically you have Color Purple, Brewster Place. I'm probably missing something else. Um, you yeah, have the documentaries. Um, you know, Dr. Rennery, that she was um, assigned to do to um, disgrace dead black men. And it's like there's a there's a double... Um, the family was definitely, a, like, attacked on two different fronts. Like, uh, Rebecca Skloot acted like, you know, they say economic hitmen go into a country in order to cause division and da-da-da. And so she definitely was acting like that, like a provocateur, like you were saying. And then Oprah Winfrey just did the rest to kill their reputation in the movie. Um, and that's all I wanted to say. Thank you.
2: Much obliged, Irie. The movie is hideous. The book isn't quality either. You know, that's on a matter of record. But I mean, Wow the movie <sighs> nauseating doesn't repulsive doesn't really capture it um, it reminded me of precious Gus. is that in the vein it reminded me of precious made me uh yeah uh yes sir
4: oh um i must say um <clears throat> i said i must thank the cows for rowing um some great movies for me. Uh, whether it was City Alive or Henry Henry I've seen none of these movies and the thanks to the cows, I honestly don't wanna see them. Um um I'm suspicious. Uh again, you know, VGQ, uh victim of racism, um uh, Benjamin attorney, Benjamin Crump, I'm, I'm suspicious, uh, especially when he says that many other lawyers have been threatened and ran off. So, um, I, I don't believe that, uh, uh, you know, Henry Crump is any powerful than any of those other attorneys who was, uh, ran off. So I would definitely be keeping my eye open. Um, and I definitely would love to hear um further updates on um, their case. Though I, I I I I hope they win and I hope that my suspicion of uh Benjamin Crump is wrong. Um you know, I'll keep my suspicions to myself, but you know, that's that's just uh my view. Hmm.
2: That's interesting. I had heard that other people express uh, express similar concern uh, when they found out that Mr. Crump would be representing the family, even though he is a victim of white supremacy. But they said uh, when I say they I mean uh, Mr. Lacks and the family uh, in the book, he says basically that there had been many people uh, white and non-white who had come over many, many years to try to take advantage of the family. So that's. Yeah. Nothing new. Uh, the caller at, uh, five one eight zero. Uh, did you have some concerns or a, a concern or suspicion about, uh, Mr. Crump's involvement or just trying to get more information? Oh, hold on one
4: second. Let me step out. I was in the kitchen. So Cooking something but, uh, full with yeah. veggies,
2: no doubt. Uh,
4: actually I'm making a- Gus, you might uh shut this phone call off. I'm actually I have some of those uh fries from a rider. And uh it's 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 gonna be a, a a meat dinner, you know what I'm saying? Some steak, some spaghetti, so it's not necessarily uh vegan friendly, I guess, but uh, kinda on the move. But what I was uh gonna say is um I the reason why I called to ask him those questions is because a lot of times Uh, what I've seen go down in business is that like their story is very unique for one. And two, at least in my opinion, if the courts agree with his family, there's a lot of derivatives that have come from her sales, right? Uh, He spoke about having gotten the shot. Well, I would, I'd advise you guys to check out Bloomberg TV. Uh, A lady named Emily Chang has a uh, show on there called Bloomberg technology. And she interviewed a founder of a company that makes those mRNA, whatever those things are. I'm not a medical professional. I don't claim to be. Uh, I work in the tech sector. So they had this guy on there because part of his selling point with, I guess, those mRNAs is the ability for them to program cells to get them to do very unique things to the body when you inject it. And what he stated himself was, the goal of his company was to make programming sales as easy as it is to program software for a computer, okay? Now, as, as a person who I do programming of computers where I can program in any programming language, I will tell you straight up, I don't trust anything that's so easy to program a cell like a computer. The human body is unique. Uh, I make mistakes in the code that I write, and though it's not uh, like mission critical where it allows airplanes to fly or rockets to stay on course. Uh, I still don't trust anything that I would have put in my body that requires programming because programming can be hacked. Uh, programming make, programmers make mistakes. But what I'm going to with it is this, there's a lot of companies outside of that one that are doing things with derivatives of his grandmother's cells. And they're making a lot of money. So when you guys are talking numbers, I think that number is probably up in the hundreds of trillions because of all the places they pass that stuff around to, and all the derivatives that have come out of what her cells are capable of doing. I wouldn't be surprised for them to find out that aspects of making nano-based technologies that they developed things from nano-based technology from her cells. You get what I'm saying? So I think it's much deeper than that. I think, in, in my opinion, I think that's why all of a sudden these mysterious people started popping up on these black folks. I didn't get um, the ideal that his family was wealthy. So when somebody's trying to, you know, harassing poor people, there's always a purpose behind it. Heck, even if I go to try to find investors, it's for a very specific purpose. You get what I'm saying? So if this person isn't wealthy, why would this white woman— want to track this lady down and stay in contact with her for a year and a half. To me, that signals that somebody sent her and somebody's financing her to have those types of resources. And on top of that, that's her first book. Come on now. Like, at least in my opinion, all those things are red flags. Okay. So hopefully they will look further into, you know, who's sending them. He seems like him and his wife have a very good connection. So hopefully, One of the two of them start doing some research on these individuals because it sounds like a whole bunch of really strange events occurring that, to me, raise red flags, in my opinion.
2: That's all I have to say. Hmm. He did say in the book that uh, the family was... Logically suspicious, you know, they had so many people coming around and, you know, oh yeah, we want to help, we just want to help, let's, you know, do this for your grandmother or, you know, whatever, Henrietta Lacks, whatever relationship, uh, but Rebecca Skloot, she was endorsed, John Hopkins endorsed, like, this is the person you should talk to, this is a good white woman, like, wow, institutional sanction and then to hound you for a year and a half like yeah who exactly is this chick inquiring minds would love to know uh, incidentally way back so the book came out in 2010 T invited Miss Glute to be a guest on the program way back in 2010 uh, and she did a lot of horsing around and oh, I don't have time schedule's full and blah 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 seemed like one of those uh, type of white people who would I don't know this negro and his questions like might want to avoid him that type of thing even though at that time we'd only been on the air for a year not even not even years this was like first you know hundred episodes of the Cows very beginning but yeah I tried to get her on the program failed and then we read the book in the book club like four years later Anywho, uh, let's see. Oh, we had folks. We missed tell- uh the person. 30983098 should be with us. Also, uh, I guess, did you have commentary observations, thoughts from what you heard from Mr. Lex?
4: I, I simply wanted to um, add in that it will be a sim- um it's going to be a fascinating contrast to um, read his book. And um, read Ms. Uh, school's book, and I just like literally just finished watching the um, the film adaptation where, what like I said, like I said, we can call it hashtag Black Trauma Drama, where you know it was it was it was it was hor- it was horrible. But anyway, that that necessarily, like I said just to contrast his um his, his take his book against guess
2: uh, I'll some you, my know, Lord. Thank you. Would definitely qualify. I totally forgot. Negro trauma, drama right up there with the hate you give. Absolutely. Abs is even worse. In my opinion, like, uh, just that one scene. That, I mean, it's a bunch of, you know, different components of it that I could point to, but just that one scene, it's right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, The white woman and uh, his aunt Dale black female they're going to go sit down talk about it's her mom uh, go sit down and talk about Henrietta Lacks hmm. do you see that salad bar? oh my goodness they've got romaine and fresh carrots really really like even the hate you give has the exact same scene instead of a salad bar it's a garbage disposal people remember we read that too at the end star they go to a white neighborhood get out of the uh, no-count Negro environment that they're in and stars mom she turns on the garbage disposal and it's the same thing and I said the same thing in the book club like are you serious like I don't care how poor you are like a garbage disposal Even if this is like retro, if this is, you know, like set in the tooth out, like a garbage disposal. Hmm. Why would I be? Why would an uneducated, uncouth, illiterate black person be mystified by a garbage disposal or a salad bar? Neanderthal like that through and through that depiction of black people like any old thing like show them a calculator in the year 2022 and they look at oh my god I have been brought fire to the cavemen. oh Uh, any other folks have commentary observations to share can I be hurt Henry in Chicago yes sir
4: Yeah. And, you know, I guess just to reiterate, because, you know, just like I told Mr. Lax, you know, I, I just read, you know, it's so interesting. I think I might've got that book for free. And for some reason they was pushing that book for like the first, you know, couple of years that it, it came out. So uh, like I said, I read the first 10 pages and just kind of put it down and, and, you know, for 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 a person like me, You know, I've read some pretty bad books from cover to cover, but for some reason, I just, I just didn't like what I saw in the first ten pages of the book. And so, you know, that was, you know, that was me. But I'm definitely looking forward to reading Mr. Lax's book uh, to get a different perspective uh, because I, I really, really was interested when I read the premise of uh, the other book. You know, I thought that was pretty interesting. I didn't, I never knew anything about Henrietta Lax. Uh, that kind of the first time I ever heard of that, so uh, I was very much curious about it. And then, you know, when I started it, it just my curiosity was killed after that. So, um, looking forward to uh, you know just order the book. So I'm just I'm looking forward to reading Mr. Wax's book. Uh, but that's all I have on me in my life.
2: Much obliged. It was, uh, he says, in the book, and and people were commenting once they saw that Mr. Lax was going to visit us. Uh, that book was required reading, the White Woman's Book, uh, for like thousands of institutions and programs and school. I'm sure even some high school students that was required reading. So I'm not surprised at all. They probably had racks and racks of copies uh, of that book, many, many enough to. Uh, give out freebies and all the rest of it and this is the narrative that we want to endorse even that time period like 2010 that was i said i uh, had tried to see if we could get uh the white author on the program at that time pbs just had their documentary series on health disparities and racism Uh, they just had the first season I mean this is like I don't know like seven hours of PBS you know footage in depth talking to all these you know uh, medical professionals and uh, professors who've done all this research on how racism impacts health and specifically for non-white people and blah 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 and all that Uh, and then uh, there were a number of other books that were along the same line this is even uh, Harriet A. Washington's Medical Apartheid had just been published in 2007 uh, in fact the White Privilege Conference the theme for their conference in the year 2010 which is the same year Sklut's book was published was health disparities I was there in Wisconsin they showed the uh, PBS documentary and they had a number of other projects that were specifically about health some even mental health on how it's impacted by racism, so that I'm not—I mean, it's it's talked about a lot now, but my recollection is that it started to be talked about a lot at that time period, like late 2010s. Uh, there were a number of other books even that came out about the same subject matter, so it was such a ripe environment. Yes, insert white woman, tell this story, Henrietta lacks, whammo, uh, and just oh. All of the interest and right i'm i 'm surprised that that book wasn 't talked about more or maybe it was because i hadn 't read it at the time, and i just didn 't recognize but i 'm surprised that book wasn't talked about more at the uh white privilege conference, and then all the anti blackness like uh it is so many different ones calling uh his aunt Dale crazy, I think that happens in the book, but that 's way past the first ten pages uh Zakaria. Uh, She talks about this is black male who's been to jail. So no count criminal, dangerous, potential rapist, uh, black male and the ignorance uh, harped on poor, ignorant black people like it's over and over. The first 10 pages are very indicative of the tone of the whole book, the whole movie. Most of what you hear when folks talk about the case of Henrietta Lacks, man, Dr. Welsing, make sure I get in. I didn't I don't think I was aware we read this book in 2014 more than enough time to break, broach this subject with Dr. Welsing and I didn't know Dr. Welsing was fascinated with Henrietta Lacks like just her being a medical doctor the idea of a black female having these just super powerful cells that replicate and replicate over and over and over and you can't find any other cells to do this and are responsible for all this innovation like she was just so taken with that so I know she would have really appreciated the chance to talk to Mr. Lax and or to read his book uh, and the critique like I many great misses I would have talked about Shaft with her and Uh, Rebecca Skloot's work and all that but Dr. Welsing was this was a big area of interest for her I didn't find that out until after her passing unfortunately Uh, any other commentary folks need to get in everybody good got all their thoughts in for the day grand we should be here book club mentioned many times we should be here tomorrow i think the new book should be uh shauna uh shauna swan's count down i uh, was mentioned on the program several times this year i'm uh, talking about decreasing rates of fertility speak of dr francis Cress welsing Uh, It is not super long, but I thought it was definitely appropriate, especially with the census population discussion of the past year or so and uh, either decreasing percentage and or decreasing population of white people. That's been a point of discussion a lot this year. Uh, This has been discussed in so many ways, dropping fertility rates. And they've been saying specifically with white men in North America and Europe. We talked about that even with Dr. Judith Finlayson. So we'll be looking forward. I think this is even one of the uh, better sellers. I have to double check to see if it is a best seller. But uh, count down our book for the book club starting tomorrow. Much obliged for everyone joining in. Hope uh, today's broadcast was worthy of your time and energy. Check out Mr. Lack's book, especially if we have any folks who are interested in the medical field. Get Mr. Lack's book, Henrietta Lacks, The Untold Story. Sobriety would be best under conditions of white supremacy. We will need high-functioning brain computers to solve our problems. Uh, In addition to being sober, if you're going to be out and about, be alert. Uh, This is not a time where you just want to be aimless about things. If someone is being loud and hostile, exit you should be thinking this person could be armed in fact they could have an entire racist gang with them ready to kill and maim Uh, if you didn't leave your residence prepared to die and or kill exit immediately nothing to discuss you can call enforcement officers as you are leaving the scene Uh, if you are driving you are sober buckled not on the cell phone uh, just doing the small things that we can to minimize contact with race soldiers badge or no that said creator we ask that you help us remain patient with other black people victims of white supremacy we ask that you help us remain patient with ourselves remind us to demonstrate the highest levels of black self-respect at all times in all places each and every time we are in contact with another black person it has been time replace white supremacy with justice immediately Uh, no name calling we heard that today, unfortunately, that is one of the major components of white supremacy, racism, keeping non-white people in conflict with each other. One of the majors 10 stops, Mr. Fuller calls it no name calling, doing as much as possible to neutralize conflict, arguing, fighting between victims of racism. Nigga, you so brainwashed. I'm a victim, no brother. Problem. You're a victim. Yeah.
3: I'm up. a victim of 400 years of conditioning. Shut up. The man has programmed my condition. hmm Even my conditioning has been conditioned. <laughs>